Gamers, and welcome to another episode of the JNC Live Podcast. I'm Brad Brock, and I'll be your host this evening. It's 4.20. Right? No. I, was, I tried. I tried. It's better if you have like a little bit of a drink in your mouth. We'll, we'll try that again later. It is 4.20, you guys, and I'm joined here in the legendary JNC Lounge by my destruction crew, of course, the smoking Ms. Jordan Taylor. <laughs> and I'm back there. The bad bitch yourself, Miss Ellie Brock. We're also joined here by our special guest, singer, songwriter, and entertainer, Dave Bailey. All right, guys, we're going to get to know Dave throughout the night, and we got some fun 420-themed shenanigans and games to play. Uh, we'll play Name That Tune with our live viewers. We'll get our midweek motivation with Ellie's Bad Bitch Bible Study. We'll look at some entertainment headlines in the Geordie Files, and we'll put Dave on the hot seat inside the Lipton Tea. Dun-dun-dun! But as tradition... Let's kick it off with our JNC Shot of the Week. guys we're keeping with our 420 theme tonight it's the liquid marijuana shot now uh, while there is no actual mary jane involved here there is a lot of booze so uh very simple it's uh, equal parts spiced rum coconut rum blue curacao midori pineapple juice lemon juice uh i didn't have lemon juice so we used lemon vodka so just just a little oh. bit more and uh simple syrup why not, why not you know I don't know why not. <laughs> so here it is. It's beautiful, by the way. Like, look at that. It looks like the murkiest of Mary Jane water. Bong it looks water? like Lake o- Okeechobee. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, too soon. Sorry. I mean, you're, soon. I mean you're not wrong. <laughs> but, but prettier. <laughs> cheers to all of you tuning in live with us out there. And cheers to you guys here. Happy 420. Yeah. I'm just going to sip on mine because Jordan you can't poured all of, like, all of hers into my cup. Oh, my God. Yeah. What happened over there? I needed a baby one. I just wanted to switch because mine was slightly like lower than hers. And I was like, I'll give you the little one. And then she pours half her drink. In uh, you have to watch Jordan because she's notorious for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, usually I give it to Derek, but he's not <laughs> so it's got to go somewhere. That's a Laco discharge. Uh, that's what happened. <laughs> filled your lagoon with... Okay, this is going nowhere fast. <laughs> uh, we're going to say yes. Okay. Well, you guys, if you're thirsty like us, by the time Wednesday rolls around, join us each and every week for our Shot of the Week by going to jncpodcast.com, clicking on the Shot of the Week link, seeing what we're planning, and then getting everything that you need delivered straight to your door through our friends at Drizzly. Drizzly! That's <laughs> Ellie, I have to say, I'm uh, I am impressed with your outfit tonight. You showed up for 420, and uh, you deserve a round of applause. Hey, thank you. Get that leg up here. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Sorry, I just put my foot in your face. Okay. Perfect. This is a really, really going well so far already. Um, yeah, you look great. Even to the green sunglasses, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's my favorite good. holiday. Good. Good. Well, since we're talking about it, before uh, before we dive into tonight's show, uh, I guess we should answer the big question. No, Jen Major, not that question. And uh, no, everybody that's been asking. No, Ashley Rowe, not that question either. Uh, that's a different big question. This big question is, why is 420 associated with weed culture? Does anybody know? Don't answer it. But does anybody here know? Yeah, Dave, Dave says he knows. Anybody else, Ellie? Should we give you our thoughts on it? No, no, no. Because oh. I don't want you to ruin my thunder. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so yes, uh, in a nutshell, you guys, back in 1971, not so very long ago, uh, a group of high school students uh, in Marin County, California, began meeting up at 4.20 p.m. to partake in the Chiba. <laughs> they, uh, they chose at least that- it was after school hours. Yeah, you know, Responsible. Yes, very responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Before they chose that time because uh, by then their after school activities were usually over. So 420 was the time. Um, now, because this was obviously massively illegal back in 1971, uh, they started using 420 as their code for the Bobo Bush. <laughs> Another term for marijuana. I had a whole list. <laughs> But I digress. <laughs> so years later, one member of that particular group actually went on to work as a roadie for the Grateful Dead's bassist, Phil Leash or Phil Lesh. Phyllish. <laughs> That's how Sean Connery says Phyllis. Phyllish. By 1990, a group of deadheads were spreading the word by handing out flyers, inviting people to smoke 420 on April 20th at 420 p.m., the magazine High Times actually printed a copy of the flyer in the next year, or they printed it the next year in their magazine, and the rest is now history. So, happy 420, you crazy kids! Yeah. Anybody, was that the story that you... That you not knew? at all. No? no? no. That's, the, that's not the one, huh? No, I, I had no idea. Um, I just learned something new today, so... On 420. Yeah. It's what so we wait, do here. You, you sure just, I didn't get high from that drink? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Maybe. So the high school kids, and then it went to where? Grateful so Dead. One, one of the high school kids grew up to be a assistant for the bass player for the Grateful Dead. Uh, and nice uh, he, you know, probably was like, hey, 420 guys. Uh, they're like, you know what me and my bros used to do at 420? Yeah. And that's uh, how it began. And then High Times, the magazine. Takes obviously one famous person. Popularized eh? it, yeah. He wasn't even famous. He was just working for somebody famous. I well, it was a the same code. as being famous, Brad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a call code um, hmm. for, for the marijuana. Uh, now, correct me out there if I'm completely wrong, but I did check my sources and uh, Wikipedia? seemed to be good, right? And uh, no, it wasn't Wikipedia. Okay. It was uh, multiple... Multiple sources. I won't give them away. Cite your sources. Yeah. Was it the encyclopedia? <laughs> no, this isn't a term paper. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, that's what we do here on the Jams and Cocktails program. We inebriate and educate. We're, gonna, we're still going to put that on a t-shirt <laughs> somewhere. Uh, I just want to say hey to Paul Robertson from the Drums and Rums uh, podcast. Ooh, looks like he's got a, a, a biggest fan uh, thing there. Is that the diamond? Or <laughs> yeah, a heart? Yeah, Is that yeah. a heart? It's like a diamond. 
Shine bright like a diamond. You said anybody, anybody watching this episode will be randomly drug tested tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, you guys. Well, it would be the smart time. Well, I feel like you got to kind of wait like three days after or something, right? Like it would be the smart time to drug test if you want to lose all your employees. Yeah, it's kind of like on, on a, yeah, if you want to lose everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, when, we, when I did cruise ships, it was so funny. They would throw these massive crew parties. And uh, legally, you weren't allowed to be like two beers in before you were over the drinking limit and you can, you know, be your terminate your contract and they send you home. Um, But they would throw these huge crew parties, free booze, whatever you want. It's just it's just an onslaught. And then the very next day, randomly, all these people would get called up for uh, random like alcohol tests. And uh, yeah. And if you get fired, like, at the beginning of the cruise, they have a helicopter come pick you up. Right? Oh, yeah. Or do you just get to enjoy it? Because I feel like, yeah. <laughs> so, you can't work anymore. So Two things. You don't enjoy it. They lock you in your cabin. Oh. But you do get room service. They'll bring food to you. Uh, but, yeah. And then the very next port, mm. they uh, they kick you off. They they drive you to the airport. And, uh, Damn. Yeah. And, um, That's cutthroat. They'll buy you a plane ticket, everything. They take care of everything. Um, but they will take whatever it costs out of your paycheck. So it's like you're the best. Oh, yeah. So it's like the best kind of grounded, probably. No, the it's terrible. I have grounded. been I have been cruise ship grounded a couple of times for being uh, uh, hmm. for having since. too much fun. Yes, too much fun. Now, does your room fun. have a window? Uh, no. In fact, it was so close to the sea line, you just hear psh, psh, against the wall all oh. day and all night. Yeah. Really put you in the engine room or something. That would be awful to be locked in. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that was life for a while. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. Well, you guys, uh, we are going to we're going to get to our special guest, Dave Balin. This has been a long time coming, man, and uh, I'm so glad that you finally are here. After rocking New England for years with his band, The Bailouts, our special guest has made the Treasure Coast his new musical and actual home uh yeah no that deserves an air horn uh performing actually at some of my favorite spots uh you guys check out dave baby to the show man thanks man i'm so psyched to be here again uh, so great to finally have you here man and uh and what a time what a day to be here i know I, i'd reached out and I, I was like hey man we got a few dates available would love to have you on for one of them and you were like 420 i have to be on i have to be there for 420 <laughs> <laughs> so we did it we made it happen and we'll we'll talk about why uh, when we uh when we get into the interview here a little bit, but um, because it's definitely not because of Ellie over there, 
What? <laughs> she is our she is our 420 mascot tonight. I'm gonna have <laughs> you do mascot. I'm gonna have you do a cheer in a little while. <laughs> Some sort of weird weed cheer, but anyway. <laughs> so uh, we, we'll dive right into it, man. We met a few years back at Manatee, I believe. I think it was at Manatee uh, the Island. First time I met you was on Jensen Beach, like four or five years ago. Was it in Jensen Beach? Yeah, because that's where I, I didn't even know this area yet. I was uh, my my mom's stepdad lived there, and I was visiting them. They had just moved there from uh, the Keys, and uh, and uh, I was downtown. I don't even know the name of the club, um, but you were playing. You were just finished up. It was like your last song, and I saw what you were doing, and I was like following you out to your car, going, "Man!" Was, <laughs> and you were, but you were really cool, and you know, some people wouldn't give me a time of day. I know I'm another musician or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But you were like really cool and. I'm like, you do this for a living here? Yeah. I go, how many nights a week you play? Every night? I'm like, so that got me like. The wheels began turning. Yeah. And then (laughs) I I, I ran into you, though. Every time I come here, I would run into you, sometimes by accident. And then. And then if I see you're playing, I always come and check you out if I can. But Which I Aww. appreciate big the time. The next time I Huge. saw you was at Manatee, though. That's right. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe I'm just mixing that up. Mm-hmm. But I know the very first time that, that I met you, you gave me a parting gift. It was the best, uh, it was the best like calling card ever. We'll talk about it a little bit because uh, it, it's a, you, you come up with some really great marketing ideas, and we'll dive into that in a little bit. But... Um, I guess the a big question, another big, we, lots of big questions tonight, uh, is how do you like living on the Treasure Coast so far? How's it treating you? Unbelievable. And it just very quickly, I've become busy. I, I've gotten to where I, I thought it was going to take me a full year to get where I got in like a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> Things <laughs> fell into place really quick here. Yeah. It's it, it's like once you once you get into the click yeah. or, you, or you talk to the to the right people as they say it just it happened so quick yeah uh, because yeah it was like as soon as you got here like i saw you playing a couple places which we'll talk about but then all of a sudden i was like oh i know who books for that place so he's talking to him great and you know he's booking that place they're talking to them great um so that's awesome man i'm glad that you you were able to hit the ground running and uh it's nice to live like right on the beach there isn't it oh yeah yeah the struggle <laughs> is real <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> Um, cause you live, uh, actually, I don't want to dime out where you're living at, but, um, uh, it's, uh, we need a dress <laughs> ASL, <laughs> <laughs> but it's near a place, uh, where, where, our, uh, Jordan's sister Savannah works and, uh, that, and you play at this place, but that's like super convenient, man. Like it's right, right, right down the oh, yeah, and road. Yeah. And to be on the ocean. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I need that. I mean, I lived in Salem, Massachusetts for 25 years, and I used to play right across the street. You lived in Salem? I didn't even have to drive there. Brad, do we have some questions about Salem, or may I ask them? You may ask them. Have we- you been to the Hocus Pocus locations? <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean, probably, obviously. Probably. I, yeah. You know. And, uh... Oh yeah, well, don't right don't let him answer I, before I, I, you ask. Where I, where I live, there was a, a red line that went right over my literally over my doorstep that the tourists would follow to get to House Seven Gables and oh. whatnot. Yeah. No kidding. So I was right on the. I it's was on, right right in the middle of it all. Nice. Mm. It's on the bucket list to go to. Like a physical red line. Yeah. That is mental case. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would be like, no, I don't. I don't think so, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ellie Very actually cool. lived uh, lived up in uh, the the Massachusetts area for a while. Yeah, I was stationed in uh, Bedford at Hanscom. Oh yeah, yeah, I know the spot. 
where all the airplanes weren't. Yeah, that is true. There's no planes there. <laughs> nothing going on. Nothing no. going on. <laughs> but yeah, man. Well, that's awesome. Glad uh, again. Glad to have you here. Uh, as I said, a long time coming. Um, I guess let's go back to Matt, uh, to Salem. Um, back to the beginning, if you will. How did you get into music? What was uh, what was the spark? And uh, how did you wind up with the bailouts? What led you to that point? Uh, well, I I started out. You know, my dad was a big record collector, so I grew up listening to uh, lots of records. Both my parents really of music and uh so i had a, a thing for music and collecting records and then uh my dad had some harmonicas uh that were hanging around and i started picking them up and saying i want to play music and i went to summer camp uh, a friend of mine there was playing guitar and singing and um and i um when i was like 15 i decided to grab a guitar and i got lessons and i discovered bob dylan and uh wanted to write songs i wanted to sing and play music i don't know i you can become what you become after a while you know i think i i would have liked to have just been like a lead guitar player or just a songwriter not front a band or not mm -hmm. but um uh nobody wanted to do my songs nobody <laughs> wanted me to be their lead guitar player so uh i started going to open mics and uh and and uh you know when you that's the that's the best spot to to start you know you meet people same level as you and they're all supportive and next thing you know um i i figured out quickly that if i bought a pa i could host my own open mic ah so when i started doing that, that and then that forward thinking and then all the other guy it was weird uh the first open mic i went to several of us all um started around the same time and uh, and they're all musicians today and we all still keep in touch and sometimes play gigs with each other you know um and uh we they uh, they would they started hiring me to do their sound when they started getting gigs so they got their own pas and uh, and then they all had their own open mics and we would follow you know support each other and then it became like a like a yeah, family it was like a weekday <laughs> yeah. thing and then on the weekends we all had our own gigs and and um and i always wanted i was always trying to get a band together but um and i was in several bands we had i had original bands before i moved to salem um i lived in newburyport massachusetts lived on plum island um, oh yeah no big uh, deal yeah another another beach but, <laughs> so uh but uh i had a uh i had an original band we used to play in boston it was uh we did the original band scene which means it'd be like you know six bands setting up in front of each other uh-huh and if you wanted to get paid you would have to hang around till i don't know whatever time you never you didn't make any money at yeah the, bar <laughs> the bartenders were all gone before you were getting oh, before the was, band was getting paid yeah, out <laughs> it was uh but um but when I when I got to Salem and I met some really good musicians and uh, they were really, um, they 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 were coming from the same place I was cut from the same cloth I guess you know digging like the Dylan stuff the Stone stuff I um, and uh, and good musicians like if you play with a real drummer a good decent drummer you don't realize. You know that that's like the most important part of your band, right? Uh, that, I used to get blamed for you the hear, time. You hear that, band. Paul, out there, <laughs> drums and rums, the most important part. True, the rhythm section, man. When that's... I can, le I could finally like kind of relax and not feel like I was like had to drive the band with the my own rhythms. I could, right, right. I could sit back and not play at all and let them take over and uh, and just uh, some really talented people and um, and uh, and get to make some great records with them. 
That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to talk about that. Um, you still jam with those guys, though. You, 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 well, I hope they yeah. welcome me back when I go back. <laughs> I'm going back for the summer, and uh, I'm trying to line up some gigs for us. I still, you know, for our latest CD, we did in the heart of, of um, COVID, and so we never had a CD release party or really got to play those songs. We did it, you know, it was, it was weird. It was like uh, everything was shutting down as we were recording it. It was like in the month of February. Ah. I got laid off from my job at that time, which is... I was really psyched about that. But, uh, and then, um, you know, so some of the stuff we ended up having to do remotely after a while or, or we'd have to go in, you know, with masks on to the studio and finish our parts. And But, um, but you know, I never really got a properly, proper release. So I'm hoping this summer we'll do it. We'll have to relearn these songs, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, the uh, usual, yeah. Yep, yep. It's funny, man. Like, I, I do a lot. When I cut records, I basically kind of produce and record them on my own. But it's usually over these huge periods of time, like years even sometimes, before I compile them, you know, and then I have to go back and like re-listen and just kind of remix them to, to you know, have some sort of uh, continuity. And uh, and then I have to relearn them completely because normally I like write the song, I record the parts, and then it goes away in a file for eternity until I come back to it and like, oh, yeah, I need I need tracks for for a new album. And uh, and then I'm like, God, this song is terrible. What was I thinking? <laughs> I mean, the, the songs on on the uh, on the last album, I never played with the band. I had written them, brought them in the studio, and we learned them. Everybody learned them on the spot, played them. We haven't played them since. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So uh, in this kind of band, we don't rehearse. We, you know, we pull things out live, and then if they work. That was a rehearsal. Next time they sound better, you know. <laughs> right. First three shows, paid rehearsals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Um, well, um, I, I know we, we were going to touch on this. We realized that this was actually the perfect episode to have you on because your music and your vibe really kind of fit so well here in in this area, um, you know. But I so I'm not obviously super familiar with. Uh, with the Salem area or that music scene, but uh, here, man, it's like it's no surprise to me that you're slaying it right now. But um, you're also connected with the 420 culture. Uh, you've even got some fun swag, which I want to talk about because I think you're a marketing genius. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, this was the first impression that I got of Dave Balin. You guys, um, he we were talking, and he gave me his card which was actually a little package of rolling papers. Like, how cool is that? And now he's just giving me a bunch more. But, uh, you know, QR code, the whole nine yards, you guys are probably scanning it right now. Um, but, yeah, like, how cool is that as a, as a little giveaway? So, so, uh, so when I handed that to you, originally that was how I released a single. And uh, right, the which song is the called key. Roll It. Well, I hope you'll play that in a little bit. But um, I will. Uh, and everybody had been calling them business card. And as it turned out, what I found out is if you don't keep up paying your um, domain name, oh no, some company in China will turn it into a porn site. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, perfect. So if you scan that now, it's not it's not worth going to. It's not really a good porn site or anything. <laughs> not just even like, a good no, one. It's just like women in bikinis or something. It's pretty lame. I don't know why they thought that they were going to get a lot of traffic by taking over my name. So, um, so I, you know, I'm like, well, everybody's calling them business cards anyway. So I, 
I went and got labels, and now I turn them into an actual business. I was just gonna. I was literally wow. gonna say, like, you got you better get a sticker for that thing. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, I have here. You have the original an the OG. Original. So, yeah. you guys, you want to see? You want to see a terrible site? <laughs> no. Don't you not even. <laughs> spam don't even uh, yeah. No, I've got I've got different co- QR codes on here. Uh-huh. You know, They're it's great, s- man. Small. I don't know if they even work, but. Um, but anyway, that's because, brilliant, though. So cool. Because let's be honest, how many times have you been sitting around, especially like, you know, somebody like me, I'm, I'm an incredibly casual uh, partaker in the <laughs> Bobo Bush. In the Bobo Bush. Um, so like, you know, like sometimes we, we I've never come, heard it called that before. <laughs> that's all list. I'm oh, calling it from I'll now Bobo, on. Jordan, Bobo Bush. Jordan, Bobo Bush. You should Bobo pull Bush. up a, you should pull up a whole list of yes. uh, the, the different names for it. If you're surfing around there, uh, uh, put you on assignment. Um, <laughs> Get to but work. yeah, you know, like h- how many times have you sat around being like, anybody have anything to smoke this out of? You know, back in college, we were cool enough to like come up with contraptions like the mm. apple bong and, you know, the gravity bong and all that other <laughs> the crap. The soda bottle. smokers are the most different. creative people on yeah. the planet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm so casual with it now. I, I, I don't have that capacity anymore. That All of a sudden, you become an incredible engineer. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the things what, that we have rolled <laughs> joints with, <laughs> yeah, little tampon wrappers. Oh, oh my god. god, that there's there is definitely some carcinogens, especially ones they have like they started having that laminate in there. That's not good. yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> and it's like you get like Swisher sweets and get all the guts out of it and make a big. See, know. I'm so bougie. Ah, here we go. That. I when I first got my medical card and I was able to get like flour and I got home and I was like, oh, my God, I don't have a grinder. How am I going to do this? Scissors. And I forgot I had fingers like oh. <laughs> and I could just what tear are these it apart. Things? But I literally like I was just like, oh, my God, I don't have a grinder. That's how bougie I am. Well, you didn't use scissors. No, I didn't even think of that. Oh. I use scissors. I love yeah. scissors. And the grinder. Especially like if you got the little ones, but you know. The grinder, it's not that I've ever, ever, ever done it, but I've seen a video <laughs> on YouTube one time, so it must be true. It must be true. I don't use a grinder down here. It, the, down here, it's always so humid and everything. Everything just stays so dank. You use a grinder and it just gets sticks gets to everything. And you're like, then you're in there with like a with like an exacto razor blade trying to like clean yeah. out all the little teeth you know? yeah. when i say i'm casual i'm i completely mean it this means nothing to me <laughs> well and also i hate that they're all metal and then you get that metally smell on you kind of from using the it used to be that you grinder, know the, you, you could know? collect heat afterwards oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Through, but i don't it's like i said it's so humid here you know yeah you need really white um dry weed for that yeah i didn't dry. even think about that but yeah true Sorry, I'm fixing Jordan's camera. For some reason, I'm, oh. I didn't get through the... Uh, I have enough. to like do some settings because this, this program doesn't save any defaults. So literally, I have to just do it manually every time. That's a difference, though, <laughs> between... Uh, uh, now we're talking about this stuff, being up in New England, you know, uh, especially wintertime. Everything's so dry. Smoke a joint. It canoes up the side. And oh. then half your weed you lose before you're done smoking it. Here, it just... It just burns nice and slow and 
No, it lasts for a while. But it's like the perfect amount of humidity. Yeah, just mm-hmm. keep everything just just wet but enough. But the last, the last, like I don't know, half inch of that. Uh, the la- when you get down to the roach, there's not much you can do. It gets so dank, you just have to kind of you're done with it, it at that point. For me, <laughs> it never stays lit once you get to that point. Yeah, because yeah. it's just wet. Yeah, it <laughs> it's does. moist. It just gets kind of moist. <laughs> Drums and Rubs said, this is turning into an educational show. Good, learn something. <laughs> oh my gosh, do you want to hear one of the cutest names for marijuana? Cuter than Bobo Bush? <laughs> that one's adorable too. But And it makes so much sense. Okay. Broccoli. Because <gasps> it looks oh, like yeah. a little thing of broccoli. Oh my gosh. Critical spinach. Oh, or yeah. spinach. Salad. Oh yeah, salad. Uh a devil salad. I called, it, I called it herb today on my when I was um, promoting. That. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I did see that. I was okay. gonna call it salad, and uh, I was looking. At, I actually looked up some synonyms. I like. I like herb. I like that one. I like Shiba too. Yes, the Shiba. The, the Shiba. Ganja. And then uh, what's yeah, the what's the wildest one on that? There list? is a lot of them. Oh, happy cigarette. Oh yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm going to need a few more. Okay. Keep, keep re- researching. Right, you keep researching. We'll yeah, there's there's a there. lot. There's a lot of names. I feel like you could say any word literally after reading that list and it would be marijuana. It's all in the inflection, you know, and be like, ah, the, get the biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> get the biscuit. My, my favorite was I remember one time. Sorry, mom, if you're watching, but my mom, <laughs> she referred to it as a doobie. Oh, yes. And, you know, I mean, it is, but like. That one's probably my favorite. <laughs> I love it. It's like a well, doobie. Way to, way to dime your mom out. Sorry. There. Yeah. Uh, Air quotes the she, mom. She's getting drug tested tomorrow. Yes. Uh, and she can. <laughs> so, Dave, um, you've got three albums out. We just uh, talked a little bit about uh, the latest one. Um, but you have the, the 2011 live album on the wire. I brought that with me. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Quoted in live in which city? Um, that's what it's which called. city was that? Uh, which city? Which is what they yeah, call what Salem, I, Massachusetts. Ask which city? Which city? Which city? Oh. That's what they call Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> the which, which which city? Which city is he talking about, Jordan? Which city, bitch? Which which? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's funny that it says which. Uh, it, do they really uh, call it which city up there? It's haunted. Oh, yeah. Is that the thing? Mm-hmm. It's where mm-hmm. the Salem, those Salem witches. witch twat trials. I mean, I, Hello. Yes, yes. I'm... Did you say twat, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> I got a little tongue-tied. Well, you would with a twat. Uh, anyway, moving right along. Rated R tonight. So we uh, recorded it live, but um, I've had the same uh, the same person, uh, Dave Cummings, do um, all three of our albums. Uh, and he, he's always had his own studio. But I had him bring the studio to the bar to record our first record. Well, Which he had, nice he, he had done a, uh, a couple of, uh, I know he had done another album there before, so I knew he could do it. Um, and uh, he did a great job. I mean, it sounds like it was recorded in the studio, but it is live. Um, and that was our first our first record. We needed, I just wanted to make something. I didn't want to go in the studio and, you know, it's quite a process. Sure. But it's like, <laughs> you know, we did it live. There's no, you know, other takes or anything like right that. no it's frills it. you're just going for yeah, it yeah and then he you know it's important to get it mastered you know all that stuff but uh uh it, it's a good record people still um there's songs on here that i i think they could use a, a proper like studio recording maybe i'll record them again someday but um song uh the second song on their castaways 
uh, we play all the time, and and that's that's probably, I guess, my biggest hit song in the Salem area. People always request it; they sing along to it. Love um, it. Yeah, it's good to have one of those. I have mm-hmm. I have one that that I get the most, more than anything, and then I have some strange ones that I get where I'm like, really, that song? <laughs> but um, nice, man. All right, so moving right along to 2014, um, you had an album. Uh, uh, named properly studio recordings yeah which is uh, a bad thing to name a record when you try to like start put i found out as a big mistake you, you need to come up with a name for your album you can't just right. like self-title <laughs> your album because that's what your favorite bands have done uh-huh because then you know um pandora won't touch it none of these sites want anything to do with it mm-hmm. it's very hard for everybody else to market or what to do with it so um what's it called well it's called you know it's a self-titled album I it's love the cover. Rec- yeah, well, my uh, my good friend awesome. Jim Willard uh, um, did the uh, cover for this, and he's a right out of the '60s type artist. Um, and uh, yeah, he did. He yeah, that's did awesome. a killer job. It's very psychedelic, and if you look at it closely, you might notice that it's actually a guitar. Oh yeah, that's it. I was going to mention that, like how cool the artwork was. Yeah. It very, um, very I, sublime. I see I was a titty. Yeah, I don't. Where's the guitar? Did you just say you see titties? She's, There's a titty, titty right there. Well, it's okay, funny. Perfect. He, when he, right and when he first did the, uh, he, he did the first take of it, and I'm like, uh, there's no tits on there. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have a yeah, tits. So he had to do it again. That's I'm like, awesome. it, you know, this is, I, I refer to this as a sex drug, and drugs and rock and roll CD. So it's very good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The defi- and, I uh, definitely I, see the. Uh, I, the the sublime we have guests um besides the bailouts there are some uh, guests on here some of them which i paid for with bags of weed <laughs> with them on the album so you know uh and uh we spent quite a while uh in somerville massachusetts um spent a lot of nights driving in there uh late at night leaving and getting this record out it took quite a while the last album definitely did uh the, the last record, uh, there um, only really one guest on there for like one song. It's really a bailout CD, just us, and uh, we bang that one out. Yeah, Quickly. yeah, and that was when we were kind of we were talking about a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. This is uh, your 2020 release, which I feel like everybody's yeah. got one. Uh, yeah. Music in my head, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, I actually have a copy of it here on on tape cassette. You guys. Excellent. But it's not really a tape cassette, is it, Dave? No. What are you talking about? You play you it in your car crazy? all the time. <laughs> you put it in your tape player, you'll break it in the cassette player. <laughs> but True. you know what I really like is that it's like the case. It's a standard cassette tape. And the cassette tape is here. You could see it. Really nostalgic. But what happens is you bust it open, and it's actually a USB drive with a whole record on it. Bam. And that is tight. That, that is, is brilliant. Isn't that Isn't super that cool? That um, is so cool. Right. So when you, I, I believe that you gave this to me um, at Square Grouper. I think I was playing. And you came up and I uh, was like setting up on the stage or tearing down. It was one of the two. And um, and you were like, hey, this is my new record. And you handed it to me. And a tape, cause it was a tape cassette. Like the reaction most people give me, you're crazy. <laughs> and I was just like, tapes? Who puts out tapes? So and then you were like, open it up. And I was like, ah, oh, so <laughs> clever. And then at that point, you still opened it up and you were like... <laughs> And yeah. then you had to pull it out yeah. and actually open it up. Yeah, it takes, yeah. It, there's a process to getting to the so truth. Funny. Here, so funny, so good. <laughs> but it Love is it. great. So yeah, man, you know, obviously you, you, we talked a little bit about having to like, you know, it totally threw a wrench in the in the process. 
uh, getting this record sorted out. So just give us a walk through the process and uh, and why this is the best bailout CD to date. Uh, well, I don't know if it is or not. I <laughs> let other people decide. If, uh, I don't know who's got to listen to it yet. Like I said, we haven't even had a CD release party yet. So I'm hoping that we can do one this summer. Um, I'll be up there for a few months before I come back here. So spend the summer up there um, and I'm working on getting some gigs for us, but uh, we'll do a um, release party. Um, but uh, I'd say um, I actually modeled it after Beatles, like uh, Revolver and Rubber Soul. Uh, I use that as a like, kind of blueprint where those, uh, and the original records weren't like this, but if you get the CDs now, there's 14 songs on both of them. And every song is under like, if I asked you, I love asking people's questions. You know how, how long Eleanor Rigby is? If you were to guess offhand, how long do you think that song is? What do you think, Kelly? I want to say between like six and seven minutes. I right, feel it's like an it's epic long. song. You would think yeah. it's under two minutes long. There's no way. And the Beatles songs are like that. They're like they've got they've got leads, they've got intros, they've got great lyrics, they've got chorus, they got everything, and they can do it all under three minutes. Every song, two and a half minutes, two minutes. So I um I stuck to that format for all the songs on here. So there's 14 songs on here, and you can listen to this whole album about 22 minutes. <laughs> no way! Oh, wow, that nice. that blows mm. my mind. Mm. And uh, and uh, the other thing I learned from making this record, because there's like, uh, I don't know, eight minute songs on air, six long songs. When you're in the studio, every time you have to mix it, every time you have to do another take or whatever, that's studio time. Yeah. And it's a long time and it adds up and adds up. Two minute songs. Oh, do the bass solo again. Do the bass over again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it. it doesn't matter. It just, it goes by quick. It's a lot easier to work with. So um, that way the format it's, it, you know, definitely a better format. So I should just... Uh, oh, what is that? Shot, shot of the week? Brett's trying to have another liquid marijuana. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, like, so I should scrap my entire uh, my entire orchestra piece that I've been working on, my big orchestral 12 and a half hour long pieces just write short songs no i mean back always. in the day the reason they you know they, they uh, had to fit a song on a 45 um radio stations wouldn't play even now i mean they didn't want to you know i was getting radio play for some of this stuff but you know like, oh, that song's too long you know so but back in the day it wasn't until like dylan came along with like rolling stone where people wanted to hear that song and they had to put it on two sides of a 45 <laughs> right you know <laughs> Um, and then everybody else like, oh, you know, let's make concept records. Let's, you know, the, all the rules went out the window after that. Um, yeah, I probably had a little something to do with 420. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I like going back to the old format of the short song um, for a number of reasons. And I don't know if the the next record, I've got a, a lot of songs I'm working on. I, I want to do another album. And I'm just letting those songs become what they're going to become. Sure. But I'm not going to let them get to eight minutes long, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. We had a couple people that were like, eight minutes, seven minutes. <laughs> yep. Nope, nope. Two and a half. Wow. Out the door. Yep. <laughs> well, nice, man. So, you know, we heard a little bit about the bailouts. So tell us about your solo show that you're doing around town here and uh, what that all entails, what we could expect. Um, yeah, uh, I really got into the solo thing. I've already done since I've got here around uh, early December. 
I've done like 75, 80 shows since I've gotten here. Nice. I'm playing every day. I didn't know. I've never been on a schedule like that. I had a regular job before. This is, I always loved doing music. I've always been pretty busy, you know, but, you know, pretty much weekend warrior, you know. Sure, sure. So now it's like, well, it's my full-time job. I don't know if I can sing every day, play every day. But, um, I, you know, um, fortunately, my vocals have done well. They've held up good, you know, what I've got. <laughs> Heard uh, that, man. Yeah, yeah. I um, can relate. My fingers are taking a beating. I will say I've, I didn't know. I mean, I've got I've got calluses that split open, and then I'm Blech. like, I can't use that finger tonight. I got to use these fingers. <laughs> we'll we'll compare calluses. Uh, yeah, mine used to get really gnarly after my co- cruise contracts because you know it's like six months every single day, seven days a week, just every day. Yeah, playing man, and it would just get gross. And then of course you're out there and like the you know and no salt days. water. Not even saw water. You just sweat, so your mm. fingers get soft, mm. even your calluses. And like you know, the worst part was like changing my guitar strings were the most excruciating thing because you know it's not like I came on the ship with like five hundred pairs of or, or sets of strings. Like I'd come on the ship because I was stupid, and I'd have like three packs for a six month contract. Amazon's not going to deliver to your ship. Huh? Not going to deliver to the ship. <laughs> oh, you know, man. so like um, Amazon barely even existed you're, you're back tying then. your strings back together it using a D string for a G string. Literally, <laughs> I would get like some like deoxit from somebody on the boat, and I would like try to like get the rust off of the strings, and uh, just really overall bad. And then you know they just get sharp and cut you over. It you was, break strings. Yeah. So I used to break a ton of strings, so I've always Always made sure I had lots of backup strings. Yeah, I, I'm not a big string breaker. I, like <laughs> spring breaker, string breaker. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's how my mind works. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I would like pop strings occasionally. Um, but now, like, I I barely pop strings at all. Like, I just found like a nice gauge that that works. But um. Yeah, uh, where was I going with all of that? Um, oh, the split fingers and the, the calluses. Split fingers and calluses. calluses. Carry on, Dave. Someone told me I need I need to get some super glue to. Uh, oh yeah, put my finger back. That's yeah. sure. Isn't yeah. that, that gross? Too. It doesn't yeah. seem like something you should do, but I guess that's what everyone does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I feel did. like the last thing it. I'd want to do is like put super glue in my wound, wound cut. They make, well, they make uh, they do make liquid bandage band aid. Oh. They call it, which is super glue with some kind of medicine in it. Don't trust it. <laughs> so yeah Scares so me. so you're playing pretty often um where was i on so i do I, a lot of these gigs that here which i don't find up in new england are four hours not three four hours um you know you do four hour gigs i do but i don't do them very often so i've done i've done four hours um and then i there's one i'll play it to twisted tuna sometimes and that gig doesn't start till 11 uh, at night yeah that's a oh, four wow. hour gig. that would throw me off because i was like i came here to one of the things I loved here was that I'm playing, you know, happy hours. Yep. I'm done. I get the evening yep. to do you what I want. You get the morning and then you get the evening. I have to, to start just... a gig at nine o'clock. But, so that gig allowed me to like do an afternoon gig for four hours, go home, take a nap, start all over again, get up like it's a new day. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then go down, Twisted Tuna. That one would be three hours, start at 11, be done at 2 a.m. That's a whatever. late night. And that's man. like the furthest place. That place I actually traveled to. It's like 40, 45 minutes. Get home. And then pay for it the next day. It's like, uh, do they put know. you inside for that gig, or are they still There's having no you out inside. on the barge? They they have to stop the music outside. Oh, that's right. Eleven, so the band would stop, and then I'd be inside. Um, uh, so I've done that a few times. Finally, I got to play outside on the barge last week. Nice. That was an earlier gig. 
and uh, I like that. That was fun. The, the new barge is great. I, I, they they had an old one out there years ago. I used to call it the Titanic because it was so badly. It, I almost sank on it. Um, I was like in the zone, and like somebody was like, "Dude, you're." you're <laughs> I remember it's that you did actually sink on it. I, I did. It, it, time, it, like literally, kind of. these two big guys came and like stood on one corner of the barge so that it righted itself. Like one whole and you're corner going down was with down. your equipment. And so, yeah. yeah, so like me and two other people like got everything off of it. And uh, and I was like, you know, just sitting out there and the manager comes out, bless his heart, uh, was like, what are you doing? I was like, I was like, that thing is going down, man. He's like, he's like, it looks fine. You got to get back on there and play. I was like, hey, guys, come on off there. And it went. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that I'll ever get back on this again, ever. I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. I was like, but I will not return to that to that death trap and then remember when it was like super extra and before they actually when they were in the process of fixing it or patching it up or whatever they had to do to it they had like a pump that would pump the water out of it and then every so often it would turn on and it'd be like and like a dumping of water out yeah. of it yeah, to they like had drain like three the barge and i was pumps. like that is obnoxious like in like, it in yeah like it was it was crazy the new one is much better they, they built it much, it was short-lived they fixed it quick but they yeah did. for a moment i was like oh dear the poor stage like, r.i.p so speaking of horror stories what's your favorite place that you've played here so far oh a horror story well uh you know i i don't want to disappoint any because everybody's been so great to hire me to play there but um, on the edge, they're the first ones that hire me here, and they've got me there every single weekend. Nice. I'm playing there Saturday and Sunday. Oh, wow. I got a nice big stage outside, and it's been it's been great. Yeah, you on know, the edge is a cool spot. They're so they're so nice to me there. So uh, I definitely uh, love those guys. Um, the Sunrise Sands, Marty over there hires me. You know, I try to try to fill up my calendar what I can. I come back to him, and he gives me the rest of the dates I want. So nice very nice to me i get a lot of thursdays and fridays there and all those, those both those places were two miles from where i live so yeah i was gonna say it's nice mm. to be like That's a ideal. resident of the island I have, a, I have a steady monday at mulligan's in vero beach have you ever played there i haven't played there but i, I play right up the street there at um costa desta and uh and the farmer's market actually on saturday mornings there so that place um when I first played there, and it's, I use this for my promo shot on my, my Facebook page and when I you know advertise where I'm playing, I'm right on the beach. They want you set up on sand. There's no stage. The ocean is so close to you. It's to your back. You look to see if the tide's coming in. No. Oh, wow. And the first time was just such a perfect day. I'm like, okay, you know, I kind of, I did my thing and I enjoyed it. Next time, you know, clouds were coming in. I could feel, I could see, and, it, and the sun went down and spray was coming in off the ocean and uh you know and i i the guy that books me i said i'm not playing outside ever again there i'm gonna you know it's not worth it how many gigs are gonna pay for my equipment it's all gonna get destroyed and uh since then they they let me play inside nice (laughs) but i'm like till i'm hoping they're gonna build something they're supposed to build something i guess at some point they need they need like a gazebo they need something serious out there yeah, they're they're not alone. There's there's several venues that uh need to need to take some I, I'd, action I'd for rather, outdoor gigs. I'd rather play outside there. You make better tips. You get a more inside. You know, you're I'm really close to like the end of the bar where right, waitresses right. get their drinks. Yeah, so I can't be too loud, and it's just kind of it's it's kind of bizarre. And that's four hours. <laughs> yeah. <oof. laughs> 
That's rough, man. Four yeah, hours. Yeah. I try to avoid those I, like the plague. I, I just remember, I just keep thinking, well, this is better than the eight-hour gigs I used to do. That weren't. <laughs> they had nothing to do with music. Yeah, the eight-hour gigs sitting at a desk. Getting up early in the morning, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to be done with that. Well, nice, man. Well, that's awesome. And you get to drink at your... Your that, new job. Yeah, that's uh, that's becoming more want. of a, a hazard. I yeah. definitely <laughs> I drink a lot more. I don't smoke. Uh, I get stoned as much during the gigs. Like I, I used to like to like with the bailouts. Those guys are, you know, they're not like, casual <laughs> smokers. <laughs> it's like part of the thing, you know. And and I like it and little buzz. But uh, I've been uh, since I've been here. I haven't really done that. And the other day, like last I don't know a week or so ago, some guys were out there. Hey man, I'm like. I, I, I put the guitar down for a second. <laughs> I might even let it loop or something. I ran out there, took a few tours, came back, and I just started fucking everything up. I was like, uh. <laughs> I was like, oh man, uh. I, I gotta stick to the booze now. Kind of <laughs> like, kind of like what's probably gonna happen to this show momentarily, <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I have to, I have to confess before we get Dave to play a song here. Um, there was a moment where it hit me. <laughs> I saw it. Did you see? It? <laughs> I did see. It. And I like, I got, had a, like a little stumble over my words, and like you were talking, I was so into it, and all of a sudden it was just like, and I was like, oh right. Do you remember the moment? Uh, I'm just describe the moment. I know, to but you. like, what specific moment was it? I don't. We want to okay. go back in time. Yeah, and I want to know you'll when have, the exact you'll have to moment. rewind it. Oh, look and at then the you'll be like, stamp. that was the moment. <laughs> yeah, <that's> okay. <laughs> So it could uh, go. The, the wheels could completely come off uh, this episode tonight, but so far so good. It's okay. Guys, all of us know how to work all of that, so it's oh, it's fine. Yeah. Well, what am I doing here? I can be man, at Shindig. I could have walked to Shindig by now. True. Anyway, I do have to. Uh, I, I, the elephant in the room here is so. Last week we uh, last week we were battling. Uh, these little sugar ants, these little ghost ants, right? Oh, yeah. They were in everything. They got in our drinks. They got in our like snacks, everything. So I made it my mission this past week to to eliminate them, uh, which I effectively did. But what I did not, the we're like living in a video game now because it's like we 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 beat the the, the you know level one boss and now level two boss is here. And now we have this infestation of these carpenter ants, these big fuckers. They're huge. There's one over there. And, and they I hurt when they bite. Oh my I, god, there's so many of them. I know it's getting out of hand. So, by proxy, I believe that they kind of uh, got into the, the poison as well. And I think, <laughs> oh my that, god, I think they're just furious, or they're trying to escape where it is that I've destroyed their home. Um, so. There are five over there that Jordan just stepped on. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, the ant thing's weird. I mean, I, I got them at my place and um, you know, done all the stuff, so they're, they're not in the kitchen. They yeah. show up in the bedroom. That's what <laughs> yeah. ours should. Yeah. yeah. They're in our bathroom. Where are they coming from? What do you want in the bedroom? What is it you're looking for here? There's no food. Right? I make sure I don't bring food in there. Oh, um, man. Ridiculous. Very well, infuriating. It's, it's it, yeah, it's... um. I'm hoping that this is a fad, uh, that they will they, that they've all fad? been poisoned and then this is their last ditch effort, and uh, hopefully by tomorrow they are all uh, they have all perished. Uh, otherwise, I'm probably going to have to get down on that again and uh, poison we, them some more. Or we keep leveling up, and soon they'll be like yeah, tarantula ants. Or yeah, something. they'll be like those 
like t- tremors. Keep getting bigger. There's like tremors coming out of the yard. Anyway, all right, you guys, it's time to put Dave on the hot seat in this rapid fire interview inspired by the late great James Lipton host of Inside the Actor Studio. This is Inside the Lipton Tea. Hello and welcome to Inside the Lipton Team. My name is Brad Brock, playing the part of Mr. James Lipton. I'm here with singer-songwriter, entertainer extraordinaire, Dave Balin. Dave, welcome to the show. Are you ready to get started? I don't know. I wasn't expecting this, but let's see how it goes. Dave, what is your favorite word? My favorite word? This didn't come up in my pre-interview. I know it never does. I, know, I have a favorite word. I know. Fuck. <laughs> that may come up again. What is your least <laughs> favorite word? Um. Fuck. <laughs> it's, it's used. You know, you can use it when you're angry or when you're happy. You know. True. Um, we, we'll, we'll we'll talk. We'll, we'll revisit this. <laughs> Dave, what turns you on? Um, rock and roll. And what turns you off? Um, bad rock and roll. <laughs> and it exists. It mm. does. What sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise, the ocean. And what sound or noise do you hate? Um... Sorry to anger you. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Um, hmm. I already used that word a couple times, so. <laughs> it, it makes it easier for the transcript. Yeah. Um, holy fucking Jesus shit. <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to try? Um. Well, that's a good question. Um, I I love cooking, but I wouldn't want to do it as a profession. So, um, maybe uh, something to do with music that where I didn't have to play music. I guess no. Yeah, maybe in uh, marketing. Yeah, that's uh looks like a good avenue. Recording for you to engineer, do. Yeah. you know, stuff kind of thing. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah. Yeah. What a job would you not do under any circumstance? Teaching high school. <laughs> that was my last job. Oh. <laughs> Never again. No more. And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You can stay. <laughs> yes! <laughs> nice job, man. Sorry to spring it on you. All right, you guys, let's dive into our news segment here with the top-rated entertainment news program in the Private JNC Podcast Facebook group. Uh, And headlines (laughs) delivered with such hair-splitting accuracy, you'd think it was done by an Imperial Stormtrooper. This is The Geordie Files. (laughs) 
Sorry. All right, it's the Jordy Files. Yay, now that I ripped my eardrums out. <laughs> yeah, so you just got to be careful. You were over there swinging, swinging that pole around like you were professional. Well, the song gets me all amped, you know? It is an easy song to get amped to. Yes. Lit, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> anyway... We have some very awesome birthdays today on a very awesome day. Yeah, I'm like very a, impressed. I didn't hate any of them. Yeah, this is which well, never great. happens. <laughs> yeah, this is how the stars align. Yeah, the first one will blow your mind because he should not be this old. But Star Trek actor George T- George Takei, 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 you got it, Takei. Look at you, Takei. love him is turning a whopping 85 years old today. Oh Can we God. all just have a moment of Oof. silence in Dave's honor here to... <laughs> oh. 85. Yeah. My God. I meant to do this one. Uh, hurts the soul. Oscar. But he's still kicking. He's good. He's doing good. Yeah, he probably looks amazing. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, look at how cute he is. Um, Oscar winning actress uh, Jessica Lang is 73 today. The Baywatch- Somehow, I, 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 I weirdly believe that. I feel like she's been old the entire time I've known her. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. The 73. But brilliant. She's, uh, she she's won so many Oscars. Yeah, I feel like she's looked 55 forever. Yeah. True. Kind of. Yeah. Good genes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good get, plastic surgery. I was going to say, get her surgeon's yeah. uh, card uh, there. Yeah, love her. She's a bad bitch. Um, Baywatch babe, front and center in this photo, is Carmen Electra. She is turning the big 5-0 today. Oh. Wow. Eight still time killing it. Grammy Award winning, yeah, still beautiful. Grammy uh, Award winning singer, songwriter, musician, producer, and a member of reggae royalty. Stephen Marley is 49 years old today. Nice. Fitting that he'd be born on 420. I guess, you know, Bob had to have one of his <laughs> cherubs born on that day. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yes, he is the son of Bob Marley. And whoa, actor and musician. Joey Lawrence is turning 45 today. Whoa. Um, Anybody remember that? No. Yeah. Only, only, Had a crush on him in childhood, so like it doesn't make me feel old at all. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> remember no. him, you know, the brotherly love. Right? Oh. Wasn't he in there? Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. All yeah, of them yeah. were in there, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It was so long ago. I don't remember. <laughs> Songwriter, musician, and producer Clay Cook is 43 years old today. He's currently a member of the Zach Brown Band, but he also co-wrote some of John Mayer's earlier tunes, uh, like No Such Thing and Neon, both jammy jams. Yeah, so. Clay Cook probably like hugely responsible for launching John Mayer into whatever stratosphere he's in now. Yes, and yeah. Zach Brown Band does is fantastic as well. Yeah. Can do no wrong. Yeah, Clay is awesome. Yes. Nice. Happy birthday, you guys. Oh, good. Thank you. Helping the cause here. Pushing them up in your little yellow notepad. It's a good thing that they can't form a wall. Brad would not be able to get out of his area because there's so many over there. It's crazy in here. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I mean, I have to move it inside. Have you ever been attacked by fire ants before? Uh, Um, yes. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely my youth. Not, not. I'm just thankful it's not the. I had it happen once in a um outside shower. It was oh, nighttime. No. I was stoned. I had no idea what happened. They were all over my feet. All of a sudden, I'm just like, like I just felt a I'm burning like, sensation. Is, yeah, I'm like, is the water really hot? I didn't know. And then, I'm, and I'm like, why are my feet look like they're all dirty? And I got in the light, and they're just covered in ants. Like, oh it my takes, god! Oh it my takes god. milliseconds too. Oh. Like they go to work. Like there is no time to react. Oh no, they all bite at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's. And it's the wild. next day, I just had like the like I had the measles all over my feet and legs. Oh, uh, <laughs> you had the uh, what is it the uh, the pimples. plague or I don't know <laughs> ant fever. It's terrible, the worst. Yikes! Talk about just a use like terrible insect. We don't need that. No, a biologist would uh would disagree with you. Whatever. We don't need them either. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so the next article, going to try to get through without getting emotional. Yes. But um, the man who supplied drugs to Mac Miller was sentenced, I think, was it yesterday? Or uh, it was, it was, was it the other day? It was day? either today or, or yesterday. Yeah. Might have been today. I think it. So he was sentenced to nearly 11 years in prison. So uh, there is justice for the Mac. The man charged with supplying rapper Mac Miller with counterfeit oxycodone pills um, that led to his overdose death has been sentenced to over a decade in prison. So I guess Ryan Rivas, who's 39, will serve 10 years and 11 months behind bars for his involvement in the rapper's death. Um, And then let's see some other part here. Um. Oh, yeah, and then it was just so sad. Little Mac's mother, Karen, told the court that my son would never knowingly take a pill with fentanyl ever. Um, he wanted to live and was excited about the future, which if you like listen to any of his stuff ever, like he he did. Um, so she said, the hole in my heart will always be there. But um, I guess, you know, obviously the Ryan fella is remorseful he basically said whatever happens today i'm lucky i'm the lucky one because my family is here and i'm here and i'll be with them again so well you know know. it's better than you know i guess him being like a jerk off whatever yeah Yeah. so oops sorry that was loud so yes so (laughs) that's that um all right yeah i can't believe that he he passed away september 7th of 2018 which is just wild yeah it feels like not yeah. that long ago huh yeah i guess we did lose like two years so because i was like it seems like it was like two years ago but i guess we're creeping up on four so um the next article i'm gonna kind of probably let you talk about this one brad because there are some word bangers in this one all right word um, bangers there's a new <laughs> there's a new <laughs> millipede species named after taylor swift so um yeah, Brad. Why don't you what tell is us? that picture? <laughs> it's it's a milli- it's a it's a Taylor Swift millipede. Did you make that? No. Oh my god! Someone good. else made that. That's some, some I think other that might be worse. Is that what the bugs look like? Do you think that's what's in the lounge here? Uh, that's Could the be. next. We're under attack by the Nanaria Swift Swift Day. Swift Day. Yes. Uh, apparently, um, the, the one of the scientists that discovered. This uh, 300-legged millipede. 
Holy moly. Uh, is a fan of Taylor Swift's music and uh, gave it a gave it a little name. So marked in history. Like the one I, I saw when I was this morning, I flushed down the toilet. Oh, you, you flushed the Swifty down the toilet? I didn't know what it was. <laughs> it looked pretty disgusting. It looked like it was dead. I picked it up. It was still moving. Oh, <laughs> welcome to Florida. Yeah. You're going to find some weird shit in your house. Look what's happening right now around us. <laughs> this is what you have to look forward to. I just, yep. uh, you know, I, uh, snakes a thing that bothers me. True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taylor has yet to publicly react to the news. Oh. So I guess we'll I guess She'll be we'll tweeting see. about it soon. Yeah, I'm sure. It took um, me a really long time to accept the cockroaches. Oh, here in Florida? Oh, you yeah. mean the palomino bugs? The, the yeah. Huge ones? yeah. And the flying ones? Are those the ones that fly? Yeah. I've never seen I don't them. know. Oh, I don't know. Um, but the These ones, they crawl up. You, you have to put like a good strainer in your sink because they'll just crawl up through the sink. Oh, yeah. We can't have that. You wake up mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, you know, it's dark, and all of a sudden you turn the light in the bathroom in the kitchen, <laughs> and there's one of those sitting there. That happened to me once in the uh, Keys. I was like, what? cockroach that's like that big yeah they're oh my god yeah no i don't like that that's why i have cats nothing lives in my home yeah at least they don't bite i feel like that's the only yeah like rodent control vehicles in front of every restaurant here is like just you're just used to seeing it now used to be like where i am it's like oh maybe we don't want to eat there here it's like we should eat there. They got everything under control. Yeah. <laughs> They're addressing that's, the bug problem. Well, what's crazy is you'll, you'll see a lot of places, uh, especially like outside places that have like, you know, the cute little resident cats. They're just so cute and adorable. Mm-hmm. No, they serve a very sinister yeah. purpose. And that is right. to destroy anything, any of these creatures. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best pest control. It just costs, you know, some, some cat food. Yeah. You just got to have nice patrons to feed the, keep the kitties around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not steal them like they do at the square grouper sometimes. Uh, steal the cats? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Them. We got coyotes. They take the cat. Oh, Lord. Well, that's not going to work, is it? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. A, Swift, a, a Taylor chain. Swift millipede. That's fantastic. That is great. Uh, Just what we need. That can't be the craziest story on this. Uh, it probably is. But <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> um, are they called PSY? PS. Sai. Sai. Okay. Sai confirms his comeback by teasing new track Happier. So they had the 2012. It's just one guy. Viral. His name's Sai. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Sai <Psy> guy. <laughs> he had the 2012 hit um, Gangnam Style. Remember that? Whoop. Debak. Whoop. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah, you remember the dance? Can we all do the dance right now. Was it just yeah. this? No, there was a lot. You see the oh. you see the the graphic. If you guys are just if listening to this, you should go and watch the show. Uh, I like to put fun graphics up, like the uh, Taylor Swift millipede and <laughs> yeah, uh, Psy that. doing the Gangnam Style. Excellent. Yeah, it, um, it, it, he successfully introduced K-pop to uh, Western radio. Just so you know, so like BTS would not be anywhere they are if it wasn't for this guy putting on that horrendous song back in 2012 uh not horrendous it was the catchiest song yeah that ever that existed song was amazing whoop, whoop. i mean just brilliant and the dance and then his just uh and he's actually incredibly talented uh have you ever listened to like other things that he's done um he's very very good so i'm excited that he's uh he's yeah. getting another another tune out there and i guess this happier track features vocals from crush who sings i want to be happier 
So. Oh. Well. And the song is due out on April 29th, which is my brother's birthday, whoop, whoop, at 6 p.m. Korean time. So sometime our time. <laughs> the next day. Yeah, oh. the next day, maybe. Yes, crunch out, those numbers, many Jordan. Many <laughs> hours before or after. So, um, Crunching those numbers. Yeah. So Nice. All right. Well, glad he's surfacing time. again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Better live up to the hype. Um, American Idol recap. Judges save platinum ticket winner from elimination as top 14 is revealed. So I've been watching this. Have you? Yeah, me and Anthony have been watching American Idol. Oh my god! Do Unfortunately, you love I can't Miles? watch it until Monday night, so like I can't, can't vote, vote. But oh. I saved the, um, I got the app, and I saved her number because I think they have the same number throughout the entire show, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so like I'll I'll vote on Sunday nights, even though I can't watch until Monday. She's amazing, by right? The yeah, way. like this kid. Amazing. If you not heard that, uh, so. Dave Allegra Miles, uh, who's pictured there, um, she's a local kid from West Palm Beach, and she's now in the top 14 of American Idol, and she's just outstanding. She's, I think she's 19 years old, yeah, and she kills, man. She's amazing. And she was on The Voice a yep. couple years she ago, She made it the right? top eight in The Voice. Yeah. And so now she's doing American Idol. Yeah, and she's amazing. And, and now she's older, so she's only, you know, gotten more mature and better, uh, you know, at her craft. But yeah, man, it's yep. awesome. But the, but it was she's on thin ice because it was the judges that saved her this week, not the votes. So really? you guys got to get out there and vote for this kid, man. Yeah, uh, can I ask you something? What course. do you think about these shows? David Grohl had written something a while ago about um, like Nirvana and how they started out being really shitty in a garage, mm-hmm. and that people watch these shows, kids watch these shows, and they think they have to be really good to make it. And right. I picture someone like a Dylan or a Neil Young or or Springsteen uh, or anybody like that it. being on one of those shows. I've been laughed off of it immediately. Hundred um, percent. So. I'm not uh, a fan of the genre. Uh, I, I don't uh, necessarily like talent shows, or I like talent shows, but I don't like talent contests. I, I think that it, you know, like a open mic, is much more like a talent show. Then I tell you know you don't you don't walk away with a grand prize you don't win anything you know uh, but I appreciate the platform for what it is um, and it's an opportunity for some of these kids to be propelled into stardom now with that comes things like you know the after effects of being propelled into stardom without cutting your teeth but you know uh, I feel like that it's a little different now because the, the way that they're searching these people out like allegra she's very young but she plays gigs all over the place around here you know um so she's kind of cut her teeth a little bit she plays an instrument she writes songs she has records out um you know so for you know her to go and do this it's just like if we were to you know go and and sit in front of record execs and, and do an audition you know so this is like an audition with a big fat bonus if you make it to the top so uh, I would never have done a show like this um, because these kids would blow me away talent wise. Um, but, you know, it doesn't diminish the story but, I have to tell but you. you have you have so many talents. It, it, you have to have an incredible voice to do those shows. You know, and then you don't see one that has like a gravelly voice or like either like, incredible you know. or very unique. I feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you have to be kind of a whole package. Um, 
that's why the voice came out and was so different because you know the judges got to pick people based Blindly. on just what they're hearing um and then they spin around and they can be you know 80 years old or they can be you know like eight foot tall or two and a half feet tall and they didn't know what they're gonna get yeah and i saw a guy on there was 50 years old i was like yeah wow (laughs) there's hope for us man (laughs) (laughs) so you never know i may change my mind but uh it's not likely but you know she's the perfect uh she's at the perfect place for her to to be doing what she's doing right now and i wish her the best i hope that she can uh that she goes all the way and then you know doesn't forget about us little people right come on the show <laughs> but yeah so uh, american idol returns sunday april 24th at 8 p.m eastern on abc so be sure to check that out and vote yes for your favorite but not for your favorite for allegra exclusive that, that was a good point though yeah a good discussion yeah yeah, I, I feel the same way. You know, yeah. I think I think Derek touched on it. You know, uh, last week when I was like, you know, talking about American Idol and how much I hated it, and I was like, I didn't, I don't hate it. I would just never be on it. I would never. But some go of the, the my process. favorite, my favorite influences in the world would never be on that show. Could have never been on that if that show existed when they came around. Sure, yeah. but there are there no are way. there are shows in the genre now that are coming out that are focused more on like songwriting and things like that which i think is is very cool um you know so it's not so much on how you perform the songs as the quality of the songs and so they're working on it shows are coming out people get it somebody gets it somebody knows how to has to be ching that into money mm-hmm. now it has to be a show it has to be something you can't, yep. can't just can't just go and do it anymore <laughs> yeah i mean you have to have something you, you just don't sell records anymore you know that's it man yeah. that's it we've had discussions endless discussions on that you know selling records is uh well you have to be creative that's why you know, yeah that's why we was some that's why we're back to cassettes here yeah cassettes gone backwards <laughs> <laughs> nice sorry right, jordy anything else there um i think that about wraps it up for today folks all right that's a jordy box all right all right all right well how do you feel? You ready to? You, we want to play a little tune. I'll play a tune. Play a little tune for us. I have all kinds of tunes, but I'm pretty buzzed, so uh, maybe I can get through one as the other one. Do you recognize it from the harmonica? There's someone I used to see She don't give a damn for me So let's get to the point Let's roll another joint Turn the radio loud I'm too alone to be proud And we don't know how it feels We don't know Come and people go Some grow young Some grow cold 
I woke up in between a memory and dream So let's get to the point Let's brawl another joint Head on down the road to somewhere I gotta go And you don't know how it feels You don't know how it feels To be me came up with this the other day because I you know when you perform you, you feed off energy and, and people might really like what you're doing and they won't respond at all and you don't know if they like it or not and one person claps other people will clap you right. just need that one person you just need one person so to I like get, get into I it I want to <laughs> add a foot pedal that's got claps in it it's not hard you know you can get one of those like um, those like Roland um Roland sound pads where you can load in your own your own um but I, that's more i just wanted to add i don't like all these more things that hook i just want one to, i got you know a few pedals i got room for one more i want that one yeah i think i think they do they have pedals one? where you can uh you cool. can put in your own sounds or whatever is that right yeah i'll find it i'll find it i'll send it to you all right yeah i'm gonna use it sure. because i i swear to god <laughs> if I, I put that and you, if you get it just right they won't even know it's coming from me they'll think it's somebody and then 
it'll work. I just know it. Yeah. Good see, point. see, I don't even want to be—I don't even want to be coy about it. I want like a huge Carnegie Hall applause <laughs> for every song, in like, I don't know, in like a quiet restaurant. <laughs> yeah, no one's in there at all. No, yeah, it's, Thank it's you. just, Thank and you. it's just eight times louder than I am. You know, just always. <laughs> All right, you guys, get your thinking caps on because uh, it's time for Name That Tune. All right, all right, we are here for Name That Tune. We invite all of our live viewers to play along with us in the chats and comments. Uh, We're looking, of course... For the name of the song and the artist or band that performs it, uh, our category tonight is, you may have guessed, 420. <laughs> so let's put your 420 knowledge to the test. Are we ready to play? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Here is the first clue coming at you for our 420. Name that tune. He once told me, son, you be hardworking man. Here it is one more time for you playing along at home or in your car. Try not to do that, though. Daddy, he once told me, son, you be hardworking man. All right, Jordan's still writing. Are we ready? Yes. All right, let's see what you got here in the lounge. It is Smoke Two Joins by Sublime. Jordan, you get half credit. Nice. (laughs) It is Smoke Two Joins. Jay, chime in and over there on Facebook. Smoke Two Joins as well. Nice. All right. We're off to a good start. This is a good, solid start. All right. Here we go. Are we ready for the next clue? Here we are. Next clue. Everybody must get stoned. Here it is one more time. Everybody must get stoned. We were actually talking about this song a little bit ago, around the beginning of the show. I was going to play it. Because <laughs> you, yeah. Oh, 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 I show it too soon? I, would, I, 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 think I wrote Jordan. it, and I still have no idea what it is. Yeah. All right, let's see what you got here. Uh, it is Bob Dylan. And uh, it, it is Rainy Day Women at number 12 and 35. Uh, Jay, wow. yes. And Jay came in. He said, Bob Dylan, everybody must get stoned. And I think that's like the common, you know, everybody goes, oh, that's the everybody must get stoned song. But it is Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35. Random. I'm sure there's a reason. Yeah. What does number 12 and 35 mean? Um, I keep, I, 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 I've heard the story, but. Um, and I just read the whole book about it, and I already forgot. So. <laughs> I feel like you, now you've might repressed have, it. Had to do with the, <laughs> might have had to do with the tracks they ended up using. Some, some say <laughs> that one of the stories was that a couple of ladies came in all, out of the rain while they were recording it. One was 12 and one was 35. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it was folklore. <laughs> but, you know, it was Dylan. He named songs whatever he wanted to. Uh, Alicia said, "Everybody must get stoned." Bob Dylan. Jay Jay said, "Noted." So now he knows. Uh, <laughs> Stacy Antonelli is chiming in. Uh, she said, they "Dave's say. idol, Bob Dylan." So nice, nice. All right, 
We ready for the next clue? Here we are. Here it goes. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. Pretty easy one, I think. Uh, let's play it once again for uh, posterity. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. Jordan. I'm having a brain fart. Oh, no. Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> I'm going to give you an extra 30 Pant- seconds. Panties saying it. I'm going to give second. you an extra. I'm going to play it one more time just for you. Listen real hard. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. Possibly rhymes with all of those things. <laughs> Alicia got it there. Uh, on Facebook, <laughs> and so did uh, so did Jay. Are we ready? What do you guys got? It is the Joker by the Steve Miller Band, and you got it under the wire there, Jordan. Everybody got it here in the lounge. Well done, well done. The Joker, Steve Miller Band. All right, we got two more. This one maybe not as easy. Uh, I saw the light bulbs go off in in Ellie over there. Here it is one more time. Yes. Oh, everybody's writing feverishly except for Ellie. She's pondering, pondering. (laughs) She's writing down now, though. You do this one, Brad? Uh, I don't. I do another one from this band, but I don't do this one. Which one do you? Uh, I do Island, Island in, in the, the Sun. sun. So good. Oh. That's, that's appropriate. Oh, that yeah. gave it away. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Oh, what did you? Oh, Jordan, you can't erase it. It is Hashpipe by Weezer. <laughs> oh. I'm so good at this game. Yeah, you're killing it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia said uh, Hashpipe Weezer. Weeper, but then she corrected herself and said Weezer. <laughs> that autocorrect. Yeah. <laughs> watch out for that. Gotta watch out for that. All right. And uh, here's the last one. If you've been paying attention, you may already know the answer. Let's roll another joint and turn Here it is one more time, as if you need it. Let's roll another joint and turn Awesome. Awesome choice, by the way. That was a good choice to perform. Everybody writing feverishly. Oh my goodness! Is this not, the the song title is quite long. I will admit that. All right, what do you guys have here? Oh, t- oh Ellie's rewriting the long one. <laughs> ah. Yes, it is Tom Petty. You don't know how it feels. I didn't have enough time. Is, that, to is write it the Wallflowers it. too, or no? No. Is that not what the name heartbreakers? Is? Who are you? Tom so, Petty and the Wallflowers. How <laughs> uh, stoned are you? I love it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jacob Dylan. Maybe I should have had an edible. That's all right. I used the wrong side of the eraser last time. Now it's a disgusting mess. <laughs> no. And I was a school oh teacher. God. I should know these things. Yeah, That's okay. Whoever, eraser. whoever has to use it next will be a victim. It's <laughs> their problem. What, did, what answer did you have, Ellie? You could be uh, I just wrote Tom Petty. Oh, that was it. Huh? That was that about as far as I got. Nice. So let's name that too. Great job tonight, guys. Nice. I see where my 420 people are. The P.O. Pulse. I do have 
another game for all of you tonight. Um, yes, keep a hold of the boards. Um, since we're in the game mood, I'm in the game mood. Uh, I've got another fun interactive game for all of you tuning in out there as well. So uh, another thing to put your minds to. This game is especially for today, and it's called Church or Dispensary. <laughs> so what's going to happen is I'm going to say the name of an actual place, and you'll tell me in the chats and comments out there, uh, or on the boards here in the lounge, whether this is the name of a church or the name of a cannabis dispensary. What's the difference, though? To some. <laughs> so these are actual churches like, you know, the Catholic a lot Church, of the Baptist here. Church. Yes, like we sing. There's a lot yes. of, that's what I find down here. There's a lot of, like, weird places down here. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think there's cults. There's, like, churches with no windows on them. Just, they look like compounds. <laughs> Yes, what lots of uh, places to that, worship. Uh, lots of denominations. <laughs> well, it, it keeps the cooling bill uh, quite low when there's no windows. <laughs> and I don't yet, see cars in the park I was going to say, yet, yet you never see any cars. No, I think they're ever. filled with people yeah. and there's nobody in there. Lots of weapons in there, I guess. Lots of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, are you ready to play this incredibly fun and engaging game? Now, is there photos, or is you're just going to give the name? No photos. I'm just going to give the name. I didn't have time to really. Jordan th- can't read. Out. Only pictures. I need pictures. <laughs> I'm a picture book kind of gal. Fantastic. Okay, here we are. Uh, first one. Next level. Is that a church or a dispensary? Next level. I'm going with my gut. Again, out there. Uh, if you're listening or watching live, uh, you can shoot those answers in the <laughs> in the chats and comments, whether it's a church or dispensary. All right. You're still writing? It's two words. <laughs> I had an incident. Oh, there was an incident. Uh, do you Be careful. The ants are going to get it down there. Run away with I had your an magic incident. marker. <laughs> an incident. All right. What, uh, what do you guys have here in the lounge? Church, church. Dispensary. Okay, so Dave and Ellie both said church, and Jordan said dispensary. There is only two of you that are correct, and it's church. Yeah. Next wow. level. All right. Ready for question number two? Elevate life. Oh. Elevate life? Elevate life. Is that a church? Or a dispensary. Stacy chimed in, I, I think, on the last question, this. and uh, she said dispensary also. So you weren't completely <laughs> alone, Jordan. Thank you, Stacy. You never know; there might be a dispensary. I'm sure there is. Did you fact check this? Uh, I did. In fact, I Google in mapped. The whole I Google Earth. mapped everything. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been telling you. Next level church from Bowling Green, Kentucky. This is Elevate Life, and what do you guys have here? Dispensary, church, dispensary. Two dispensaries, one church. It's actually a church. Gosh darn it. Have you been to all these places, in a row? Uh, and Elevate Life Church is in Briscoe, Texas. It sounds like these wacko churches. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Next one is the Burning Bush. <laughs> is this a trick? They're all tricks. That's the whole point. Of I don't game. know. That one is a really tricky trick. The burning bush. Is that a church or dispensary? Sounds like a 
something you gotta go see a doctor for. <laughs> <laughs> or you tell no one. <laughs> it's a medical emergency. <laughs> that's what that is. Give me a razor. <laughs> Stacy said both. <laughs> Stoggy. And it's possible, but not for this game. All right, what do you guys have here? Uh, dispensary, dispensary. Jordan, what did you have? Dispensary. I tried to make a marijuana leaf really quickly. The burning bush is a dispensary in Kansas, Oklahoma. Weird places. Weird places. Well, you got to figure. There's only a, a finite amount of places where it's legal to go and uh, And to have stupid Jesus dispensary names. Yes. Next clue. Okay. The Church of Weed. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that would be a good one. Next clue is Dream City. Is that a church or dispensary? Dream City. Dream City. Sorry, you guys out there live. I know this is a weird game. We don't normally play this game. I feel like whenever we try new games, people like clam up. They don't want to chime in anymore. I think we should play it every week. It's a good one. It's fun. Or, Or do something like it. We do. Ha- I will in my in my shameless plugs. Uh, I will. I will be plugging a uh, new addition to the show that we'll be doing soon. Um, what do you guys have here? Better not be. Eaten, Dream City is a churchery dispensary <laughs> and church. It is a church in Phoenix, Arizona. Wow. Dream City. Weird. All right. Don't bother racing it unless you want to change your mind. <laughs> keep your. Yeah. yeah right. Uh yeah, not too bad. <laughs> no, actually, yours might be bad. See, you you had a nice like dual action one there. He's uh, right, regardless. Next, <laughs> <laughs> next clue is blunt church or dispensary. Blunt, blunt, blunt. That, that, if that's a church, I'll join it. <laughs> I'm sorry what I wrote down <laughs> oh, you, just wrote them, you just wrote down the word Nice, good job Casey forgets He's gotta, he, See, he has need, to look need, at I it I need somebody to take take notes for me And then he can <laughs> Oh, Babsy said church What did you guys have here in the lounge? Dispensary, dispensary, dispensary Wrong, it is a church in Blunt, Oklahoma. Oh, those oh. I knew it. It seemed too. Sounds too like simple. a fun. Yeah. Sounds like a fun uh, town to live in. All right, I got two Fucking more for you guys. Blunt, Oklahoma. All right. <laughs> so that this sounds one, like a fun town. It does. Church or dispensary? Harvest House. Or do you think it just means they are blunt? Babsy said, "Sounds like a lovely church, Blunt." One of the, I'm just guessing the same answer. I keep erasing and rewriting it. <laughs> Harvest House. Is that a church or dispensary? Hmm. What do you guys have? We got one church and two dispensaries here in the lounge. It is a dispensary. Uh, yeah. You guys got up with me. Yeah, right? We're getting there. And final clue. Oh, my. Greater Harvest. Church or dispensary? Seems like a trick. Greater Harvest. Church or dispensary? That word harvest, man. Yeah, I know. I know. See, it throws you off. Might still be throwing you off. Or are you? 
You never know. The last one was a dispensary. Thank all the harvests. <laughs> Green harvests. <laughs> all right. What do you guys? Come on, Jordan. It's one word. What do you guys have here in the lounge? Two churches and one dispensary. It is a church. Greater Harvest Church of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, the dispensary for Harvest House is in Guadalupe, Arizona. Just so you know. Uh, nice, guys. That's pretty good. That was fun. <laughs> All right. So silly. I know. I know. Oh. All right, you guys. It's time to get you over that midweek slump. Midweek? Midweek slump. With Ellie's <laughs> Bad Bitch Bible Study. Exactly. Uh, Ellie, what's up? Hey. All right. So, give us oh. give us some some of that good good. So in honor of 420, I just kind of wanted to like advocate for medical marijuana. All right. If that's if that's welcome on sure. this day. Yes. This holy day. <laughs> this um, holiest <laughs> of days. Um, holy, you know, smoke, holy smokes, holy smokes. Um, but no, like most people that have visited my page and, you know, read any of, uh, of my blogs are aware that, you know, I suffer from a lot of anxiety and it got really bad for a couple of years where I literally couldn't even leave my house. Like it would take me four hours of like psyching myself up just to go through a drive through to get some food because I was starving. And then sometimes I would be like, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed hungry like because I can't do that. And like I have not been a huge weed smoker when I was younger. Like everyone I feel like kind of experiments, but it wasn't like my go-to thing. So I didn't really start smoking until I went the medical route and got my medical card and had the mindset of using it as a medicine in a way that was going to help with my bipolar and anxiety and things like that. And I had been on prescription medication for most of my life and hated the side effects. Anyone that's been on antidepressants or mood stabilizers, like they understand. It makes you feel weird. The side effects are crazy. Um, and it makes you gain weight or lose weight and just like a lot of physical and mental complications with prescription medication. So I was like, let me try this. Let me see if it works. And... It fucking did like it got <laughs> it got me to a point where I could leave my house. I could go to the grocery store. I could, you know, do a podcast. Yeah. Like I could just go out and talk to people, you know, things that people need because we're social creatures and being able to go out and actually like enjoy myself and not be just consumed by all of this anxiety. And it was actually just life changing for me to have something that really worked and didn't have these horrible side effects 
and I felt very stable and just free to be myself and enjoyed that. Um, it's been awesome. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Um, when the dispensaries here, do you find them knowledgeable to help you with the right product for your, your anxieties? Because, I mean, I've been to many dispensaries. There's so many up now up in, uh, up in the, the Massachusetts area. Mm-hmm. I find a hit or miss whether how people and how knowledgeable people are. They just seem to hire all kinds of people. But, um, you know, with the con- you know when you're really trying to use it medically, you know, like I try to get find something for to help my mom sleep so I can get that mm-hmm. or, you know. Some people have no idea, you know, they, they, they're peddling their stuff, but do they help you find the right product? I've had an amazing experience um, because with your, your medical card, you have to go in and see an actual doctor and they have to prescribe it to you. You have to do that every seven months. And how much is that? Um, so because I'm a veteran, the place I go, it's only a hundred bucks. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Um, Hundred bucks, that's it. It's a hundred bucks, um, and then most places. I mean, there's so many um, doctors that are transitioning into the medical marijuana field because not only is it profitable, but it's not pushing prescription medication. And that's one thing that I've noticed from a lot of the doctors that I've seen. Um, I've seen a total of three physicians that have prescribed me um, the the prescription for whatever you know, marijuana is coming out. They've have um oils, flour, edibles, all of that. Um and they've all been very professional and have, you know, warned me of the concerns about, you know, smoking, um, marijuana and like there's a lot of sugar and edibles, things like that. So they're very knowledgeable in the product that they're actually prescribing people. Um and all of them that I've talked to and I've said, you know, I have bipolar, I have anxiety, these things, they give recommendations, like maybe you should do this strand with this strand. So there's been a lot of information. They take it very seriously. It's more people I feel that are passionate about the good that marijuana does for people and the different ways that you can utilize it um, rather than just like, oh, yeah, I smoke all the time. Like, I just want to get into this and, you know, and like sell it. Um, it's they're trained professionals and they have a lot of information and knowledge about the product they're selling. It's awesome. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. What's, what's been like the um, form that helped you the most? Um, so I prefer hybrids. Um, I've noticed that Indica's will make me feel a little sick. They don't, they don't sit well in my stomach. Uh, sativas sometimes will keep me up or make me more anxious. So like a hybrid's a nice middle ground for me. The smoking or eating or? Um, so I smoke mainly. Um, smoking in general is the quickest way to feel effects. Um, edibles are good if you want long-term effects. But it takes like an hour and a half to hit yeah. you. Yeah. Depending on your weight and how much you ate that day. Yeah, you know, if so you take an edible, sometimes it'll hit you hard in 30 minutes. Sometimes it takes an hour to really kind of settle in. Um, but smoking is harder to gauge the dosage, however, the most quickly effective. Well, you, that's the thing. You can just take a toke, see how you feel. All right, I want some more. Right, Ten minutes later, or you know, I want to smoke the whole joint. You know, you can. That's what yeah. that song's about. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And you know, I guess I'm 
my main point is that if you are someone who is having issues with anxiety or any, um, you know, like pains, because it, it helps with my pain too. I work a very demanding job and I have a lot of pain from it and I'll come home, I'll smoke and I feel much better. Like it, it helps relax, relax muscles and it's just, it's a nice feeling at the end of the day. Um, and I'm someone like, I won't go to work high. I, I just don't. If I do want to do it, there's CBD, which is very comparable. It doesn't have the THC, but it still has that calming effect. Um, and it's just, it's been great. Like, I feel like I'm a whole new person, much more confident, happy, comfortable. Um, and as someone who struggled with taking prescription medication for certain things, and Brad, I know you have a story about some of your friends, um, and just the, the benefits of medical marijuana. You've seen that happen. Oh yeah. 100%. Um, it's just if, if you're looking for something to actually work, um, if what you're doing is not working, you're looking for something else. Try medical marijuana because it's it's incredible. And I personally have had a great experience with it. Um, I had to like microdose in the beginning because I'm already like super paranoid. <laughs> and then when you're trying to figure out like what's going to work for you, like you get into those modes and you like, especially if you're smoking or even doing edibles, you may like take too much. And I've been violently too high. You trip. Y- yeah, oh, yeah. Like it, it's very uncomfortable and scary to get to that point. So, you know, you start out slow, work your way up, see what you're comfortable with. Um, but no one's ever died from smoking weed. It may feel like you're going to. <laughs> I've been there. Um, but you know, like it's well, it's true. The the, yeah. the the walls that have been surrounded, uh, or that have surrounded marijuana f- for ever, you know, and the and the reasons why it was illegal in the first place has all come to light now, and it was all political, and it was all money driven, and um, you know, so like the reasons that it's been illegal for so long. It, it's just not it doesn't hold up anymore yeah. Isn't you know? it amazing it's the one thing that democrats and republicans agree on is to legalize it <laughs> finally right <laughs> you know so so what's happening is is i like people, my guns and i like my pot people are <laughs> I mean, people are yeah, understanding so. the the real benefits to to cannabis um and uh you know and it's not just stoner culture anymore you know th- these are helping real people overcome really massive uh, problems like anxiety, pain. Um, some claim that is uh, has been therapeutic for cancers. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's coming to light, and this is an herb that has been used by mankind since the dawn of time uh, for for health benefits. You know, but and, not uh, for nausea, like you're saying, yeah. um, for cancer and um, treatment. I mean, that's been something that people have known for a long time. Yeah, and glaucoma. There's you know, all kinds all of things. pills people taking mm-hmm. for that, but nothing works as good as from what I hear. You know, for nausea, marijuana. Yeah, you know? it's uh, it, the the stigma needs to end. And uh, and I'm a you know I'm not saying everybody go and just get high all the time and be high all the time, but like you know, but maybe 
but it's time to look <laughs> at it as a as a as a therapeutic tool uh, versus something that we're locking human beings in jail for for years yeah. of their lives for peddling medicine to people. This is the only way you were able to get it before. Man, so just crawled on my pedal board. Oh no! It's <laughs> dead now. Die. It's half dead. All right, better. Ellie. Any any closing remarks for this um, Bible study? Yeah. Uh, find what you love and do it every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. Period. Love it. All right, you guys. The time has come to get into our. What are we getting into, Jordy? Shameless plugs. As always, I'd like to round out our shows with our shameless plugs where we go around the room. We talk about all the things that you should be looking out for and uh, checking out. And we like to start with our special guest. And that tonight is the amazing Dave Balin. Brad, it is such a pleasure to be on your show today. Oh, and I I'm to glad tell that you, you're man, here. You're one of the first dudes I ever met here, and you've always blown my mind. I think you're the best musician on around, for sure. I don't tell anybody else that. Oh, but I, don't, I mean, please, um, please, please stop. Please stop. So I'm thrilled to be here, and uh, honestly. Aww. Thank you so much. But, um, and uh, so if anybody wants to um, friend me on Facebook, because I don't use a bunch of these I just can't keep up with all these social media platforms. I don't get the time. I don't know. I don't know how people are on. on I don't even. I don't have a clue. Maybe I'm just old. But um, so on Facebook though, my my profile page. This is my profile page. I don't know. Is the camera's right there? You can't see it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, will, there will be a, a forever it's link. Just in, my, uh, it's just I, I keep up with it. It's all the dates or where I'm playing around. Whether it's here in New England, I'm going to keep it that way. Um. And uh, you know, and I and I only keep my my about music. I don't post anything but gigs and music, and that's pretty much it. Um, so uh, it's a safe platform for me. Um, so uh, the, coming up Friday, I'll be at the Island Beach Bar in Ocean Village. Nice. Um, from I gotta fix that from five to eight, <laughs> uh, and then uh, I'm on the edge. Uh, from one to five, both Saturday and Sunday. I'm on the edge every day. My God, <laughs> on the edge bar and grill. <laughs> right on. Yeah, that's on the inlet here. Um, every Monday, I'm at uh, Vero Beach from five to nine. Uh, so, but uh, I do want to uh, plug a, a special show I'm doing um, at the Sunrise Sands on the 28th. Uh, my buddy uh, Chris Till is coming down from Maine, and um, and he was actually in a, a original band 20 years ago with me. Um, our band Spot the Looney uh-huh. uh, from years ago. Um, and it was like the first really decent drummer I ever played with, you know. And uh, as it turned out, like years later, we hadn't really been in touch. And then uh, I have a place up in Maine. I play up in Old Orchard Beach, Maine, a lot in the summer. And it turns out he lives right down the street from me there. Um, and I hooked up with him recently, and he's been playing uh, uh, drums with me, like as a duet. And he's coming down here to. Uh, to I'm going to have him on some other ge- some uh, other gigs. I hope uh, during that week. But on the 28th, he's going to be playing with me. And um, from, I'm not sure the time. I put like one to six. So we're going to be doing all like afternoon um, at the Sunrise Sands, which is at the very end uh, in Jetty Park. 
you know, after the old inlet for all of you uh, old schoolers out there. Uh, We're going to be jamming out. Uh, We sound like a full band, just two of us together. We have a great time. Um, I find, uh, you know, I can keep going. I'm one of these musicians where other guys will be like, I need to go take a cigarette break. I need to go, you know, (laughs) I can't, I I need to take a freaking break, you know? And, uh, and I'm starting to get that way playing every day, but still when I'm, when I got energy, I can keep going. I hate take, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't really like taking breaks. I don't know what to do with myself on break. Oh my god! I, I take a break. I take naps. I, uh, <laughs> I like, go out in your car. And go, take a nap. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Uh, I use. I actually use it most of the time. I use it as an opportunity to, to uh, just go and like talk to people. Well, that's um, what you're supposed to do. I had an agent that used to tell me, "You take a break." I got to say, he actually helped me a lot. Um, he was getting me these gigs up in Maine, and he'd say, "When you take a break, you don't go take a break. You don't go hang out with your friends." You you go and talk to people, you know. True. And uh, and and um, it w- uh, you know, as becoming, you know, I don't consider myself as much a musician as an entertainer now. And uh, for me, and I don't know about you, but the hardest part, I think, the whole thing, the last piece to to come together was actually entertaining, talking to people, right, right, constantly, yeah. you know, uh, getting engaging people, not just. And the way my agent used to say, he's like. You go, um, you got to fuck with the people. I mean, he'd actually get me a five-hour gig. I used to do these five-hour gigs. But he goes, oh, you take breaks. He goes, you don't play the whole time. You fuck with people. I'm like, what's he talking about? And then I, <laughs> I realized it. You you do, you know, people, I make fun of what they're drinking. They, you know, and people, you don't you don't really know how to read people at first. And they, they sit down. They have grumpy faces. They're with their family. You're like, they don't want to listen to me. And then. And then you, you know, they bring them over like this drink that has like a, you know, like this bucket. And I'm like, are you well, drinking a bucket? What do you have umbrella. in there? And they, yeah. And then they start laughing and, and then they'll stay the whole time and they'll tip you. And I'm like, that's what he means. I find a fuck with the people. Okay. So, but uh, my, anyway, my buddy Chris Till's coming down. He keeps up with me the whole time. He, he, he just has so much energy. He's loving playing music again, you know, um, and I'm glad to pull him back into the scene. And he's flying down here. He's going to spend a week with me. And he's going to come to my gigs with me. And that one, I actually got him on the gig. Got him paid for it, too. Nice. So, so I'm sure he's psyched about that. And uh, work on uh, some other stuff. But uh, the 28th at the uh, Sunrise Sands. That's going to be a good show. Very cool. All right. Anything else? Uh, uh, we got your Facebook Um uh, all three of your albums are available They're, everywhere that music is streaming, you right? Can, yeah, you can you can go on Spotify. You can you know if you want to um, YouTube Dave Balin the bailouts. Um, uh, just search Google whatever. But um, I'm on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and probably some other stuff. I'm not even sure about. Even you might even be able to buy physical copies on Amazon if they still got. If they're still in stock. <laughs> Good. Something to find out. But if out. you want my papers, come to a show and just ask me for them, you know? Oh, yeah. That, and, or come visit cool. Brad. I'm gonna. I'm leaving you guys a whole case Whoa. of oh papers here for your guests Holy and stuff. So, Well, whatever, guys, Jordan, yeah. would we use those for? I don't know. Well, I, I, turned, I heard that I flute know. players like to use them to clean their pads. Oh. That's true. Oh. See, so that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. All your flutes. <laughs> All your flutes. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Man. That is very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Ellie, any shameless plugs for you over there? Uh yeah. Um I'm gonna shamelessly plug my dispensary. Uh I go to True Leave. They're amazing. Um they have the highest discount for veterans. 
at 20%. Um, they have the most newest, is newest a word? It is, but I don't think most newest is a Okay, is, is so they have the, I'm a writer too. God forgive yeah, me. Just, just take the most out um, completely. Okay, so they have the newest products oh. out usually. Um, they're big on Delta 8s. I know that's like a huge thing right now. Um, but they're awesome. They're educated. Um, anytime I've gone in with questions, they've helped me. And uh, it's just a, a great atmosphere. Every time I go in, everyone's very happy to see you walk in the door. It's awesome. Uh, so if you're getting your medical card or you have your medical card, go to Leaf. They're amazing. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, before we pop over to Jordan's sh- shameless plugs. <laughs> Fuck uh, you, Jordan. I want to say, uh, Stacy said, Dave Balin. Salem's king of rock and roll. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> the witch king. <laughs> <laughs> the witch king. Jordy, any shameless plugs tonight? Um, no, I think I'm, I think I'm okay. Tonight. Okay. I'll let you take them. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, read, read my list I gave you. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. You're welcome. Okay. Well, as always, guys, we appreciate you all hanging out with us live out there in internet land, you can relieve, relive, relieve, relieve, <laughs> relive all of this magic and all of our past shows wherever you listen to podcasts and in glorious HD on YouTube and on our free Jams and Cocktails Roku channel. You just go to your channel list and you search in Jams and Cocktails and you can put us on your Roku TV. Give us five stars while you're there. Uh, shout out to our sponsors and partners at Code Rum, TCNightlife.com, a excellent entertainment calendar for the Treasure Coast here. Uh, the Sneaky Tiki Hop Life Brewing, Treasure Coast Entertainment, Snorkel Corn Entertainment, Paul at the Drums and Rums Podcast, and Ben and Hector, the 561 Music Podcast. Support our friends who support us and support local whenever you can. Uh, don't miss... Uh, speaking of supporting local, don't miss our next uh, live episode. Next week, we're discussing noise ordinances in live music venues. Uh, an important debate has been going uh, on between the city of Fort Pierce and Pierced Cider Works. Um, but this is not a, this is not a situation that is only for them. No. There have been many, many music venues all over the place, but specifically here in the Treasure Coast. Um that have been under siege by uh, noise ordinances and, and unhappy residents. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not choosing sides particularly on this uh, discussion because I think that there are two sides or more sides to um, to what's going on. So it's going to be a very cool discussion. Will Goulet, the manager, the GM of Pierce Cider, will be here with us. Good friend and past podcast guest. Um to discuss their sign and uh, between now and then I hope to uh, get some more uh, perspectives and uh, and bring it all to the table so uh, tune in live with us we'd love to hear from you about that um, it's going to be a good one next Wednesday 8pm Eastern only on Fox no I'm just kidding not on Fox never on Fox <laughs> Come or CNN on. Peacock yeah Neither. Maybe peacock because ah. because of cock. Yeah, peacock. And P. Peacock. On, NBC. On it's, like, peacock. it's like a peacock. It's like the a small one. Anyway, anyway. 
Okay. Getting off topic. Come out to one of my one-man band shows this weekend. Uh, you can see all my dates at bradbrock.com. Uh, I will be at Manatee Island tomorrow night uh, from 5.30 to 8.30. Love it there. Definitely one of my favorite places to play. Uh, and glad that you're on board now. Uh, I love playing there. Great, great, great spot. I love playing there. It's awesome. Uh, don't forget to, to catch me on the Johnny Ringo Show podcast. I know we've uh, we've had a couple reruns. But uh, we'll be bringing that back uh, into live shows, uh, live-ish, starting up this week. So uh, that's every Sunday at 5 p.m. on Facebook and wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, I believe that that does it for my shameless plugs. All right, all right, all right. Well, did you have another song in you, or are you going to... Oh, just... you want... Oh, well, no, no. You, listen, there's song. no pressure. I'll play another song. You got one more? Sure. All right, yeah. you guys. We're going to get one more song from Dave Balin. I just don't want to get the fishes into my harmonica. Hold we on. were enjoying the fishies. Oh, I'm sorry. Magically delicious. They are magic. <laughs> That's why I asked. I said, you know, you know, we could we could do whatever you want. Whatever. We're going to get another song from Dave Bailey. We're going to let him get set up there. But uh, How are you feeling? Yeah, I was I feel, about to say, how are you feeling, Brad? I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. There are many situations or many many instances on this show where like it's all solid gold until I turn everything off and then I'm a completely other human being. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure if that's the case in this particular instance. <laughs> you but don't to, know yet? But no, no, I never know these you things. You don't know yourself by now? No, no, I keep it all together. I'm an I'm a <laughs> entertainer. I'm like Dick Clark. Okay. I'm like Dick Clark. Big Dick, big Dick Clark. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Good luck. 
Estonia and they say that it's the end Estonia and then they come back again Estonia when you're riding in your car Hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Thank you. Good fun. Oh, great tune. I, I mean, definitely the epitome. I think of a four twenty two. I don't think it would be the only thing we could get closer to is if we did a, some sort of like dead or fish song. But those uh, we were talking about short songs. Those songs are like eight to eighteen hours long uh, individually. <laughs> was, that, was that joke? Uh, what did one deadhead say to the other when the? Shit. One day he ran out of drugs. I don't know. Hey, man, this band sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's probably true. Oh. All right, Very you guys. Good. Well, I hope everybody had a great night. You guys have a good time here this evening. Woo. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Nice, nice. Uh, again, join us next week for an important conversation uh, about noise ordinances and live music venues. It's going to be a good one. I'm excited to have that chat. Uh, give it up for the Destruction Crew, Jordan and Ellie. <laughs> and a big round of applause for our friend and very special guest tonight, Dave Balin. <laughs> awesome. Great to have you here. Really cool. Thank you. Uh, get out there and catch one of his shows, uh, especially the one on the 29th, 28th. Oh, man. You gotta make I know. It up again. <laughs> it's the Sunrise Sands. What did I tell you? Uh, I want to say 29th. 29th is a Friday. No, it's, it's, an a, no, it's a Thursday. It's the 28th. Oh. Okay, the 28th. And it's from 1 to 6, somewhere in. Uh, we're nice. we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to play for a while. And that's we're with uh, Chris Till on drums. It's going to be a great show, Chris you guys. Till, yeah, and he'll be with me that week, so. Like I said, find me on Facebook. That's the first show. I pick them up on, two, um, I think, Wednesday. We play Thursday. Whatever I shows I'm playing, I'm playing Manatee that weekend. I'm going to see if he can sit on, on the cajon. Do you think they'll have a problem with that there? No, I doubt it. It's an afternoon gig. They won't, they won't mind. I don't then, think they'll mind uh, at all. will be at that Manatee. We're playing Manatee Bar. I mean, I didn't even tell you about that one, so. Manatee Bar. On the 30th. 
So what's that? A Saturday or something? Oh, yeah, that's the Saturday. Yeah. So the nice. 30th, we're playing there. This is my first. Uh, and that's from three to six. So um, yeah, chill, man. I can't <laughs> wait to get you down here, brother. Get ready. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, you guys won't be disappointed if you go catch a Dave Palin show. It's going to be great. Um, I guess uh, until next week, smoke if you got them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Drink some water, support local music, and take care of yourselves and each other. Broadcasting live from the legendary JNC Lounge and Ant Farm. I am Brad Brock. <laughs> 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 we love you guys. Good night. Oh, I'm amazed.